Hi, this is Sean King, host of My Youth on Record. Have you ever wondered what your favorite musicians were like in high school? My co-hosts and I took that question straight to the artists. You're about to get a candid look into the teenage years of our next musical guest. We're back with the forever funky, always entertaining Kaylin Heffernan of Wheelchair Sports Camp. We didn't want our conversation with Kaylin to end, and in part two of our episode about her teenage life, we learned how music and activism have worked to heal this Colorado legend. Let, let me let me jump around with a couple ideas now. I think this is gonna this is where we might open up a bit, and okay. we're gonna. However you want to answer, future, present, past, um, let's just let's just talk about some of the things that I know resonate with you. Uh, we can be very critical on ourselves, but you just said in in your campaign for mayor, self care is the revolution. Ooh. And I that resonates with me because I think I think that's definitely the one of the most logical ways that we're going to actually have a revolution is people. You can only take care of others if you feel like you've got your own Absolutely. shit together. Absolutely. And and if you don't, how much can you actually give? Mm-hmm. Right. You know, if you if you're looking at yourself the whole time, yeah, it's going to yeah. be difficult. Yeah. So, what could you say to that? Well, on a personal tip, like my self care isn't always music. Music mm-hmm. is like work and like torment. Like I'm working out demons and like. Mm-hmm. Like, the amount of emotions I go through for one song is, like, excitement, enjoyment, and then I'm crying, and then I'm hating it, and then I'm feeling myself, and then I'm back to hating it. So, like, sometimes music is self-care, and and I have, like, shit. I mean, ultimately, I have to still keep creating music or else I would have stopped, you know, and I have stuff to get out, but... For, like, a real self-care tip for me is, like, painting or, like, drawing or, like, just being creative, you know, where I'm not thinking. Like, even graphic design and stuff is, like, I'm not torturing myself and I'm not, like, oh, you suck. Oh, this isn't good. And I think maybe some of that is because, like, I hold music to such, like, a high level and I'm listening to music constantly and I'm so, like, in love with so many musicians that, like, it's really hard to, like, want to be your greatest thing, you know? Like, it's it's just this, like, level that I don't know if I'll ever get, you know? Like, I'll never feel like Erykah Badu or Billie Holiday. Mm-hmm. Even, and I'm sure they don't feel like I put them out <laughs> to be, you know? Like, I'm never going to be this, like, master rapper musician you know like i'm always still gonna be like trying to be better and trying to create new sounds so like yeah music is just a lot it it takes a lot out of me um and and it is self-care like listening to music though like i could listen to the dumbest rap and love it like Mm. i listen to drake a lot and he raps like real bad sometimes Mm. and i love it it's like it feels so good but if i were to do that Oh my God! Like, right. no way are you gonna rhyme the same word with the same word. 
Exactly. Like Jay Z so rhymes right. cake with cake seventeen times. Oh, Kanye does it, and it's like whatever he released with the one dude. I, I can't even remember it, but they're like in this little box sort of thing, yeah, like yeah, the yeah. music video. Scoopity I'm like, poop. yeah, like that. that I love that. Actually, yeah. same wow. word rhyming. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's a new. It's a new trend. <laughs> <laughs> Say it four times in a row, but it's degrading though. Some of the lyrics on that that music video. I wish I could remember what it's called, but um. Yeah, it's like, how do we how do we get hip hop to address you know some of the the homophobia and the just the negative images that we put out there, especially on the musical or the visual side of things. I mean, I think that's happening. There's so many more like trans people of color that are in the rap world and queers that, granted, they're not in like that pop top billboard chart yet but Mm -hmm. i mean that doesn't even hold the weight that it used to you know (laughs) i think i think a lot of people are more involved in rap music than used to be or and maybe that's not even true but like we know about it now because we have access to like this sea of soundcloud rap Mm -hmm. um and a lot of it's all over the place, you know. It's all over the place. International. So, yeah, self-care is really important, but... You know, what What about, like, sometimes just, like, it's almost like if you get out of your own way. I, I know, I've seen it myself, but I know you can relate to this. Even doing a video on YouTube, putting it together with your friends. Yeah. And, and I see, you know, you're you're doing it very lighthearted. But I know you're into it, and I know you're proud of what you're putting out there. But it's almost like you're taking yourself a little less serious. Mm-hmm. So it's like you're stepping, you're getting out of your own way for a second, mm-hmm. and you're like, "This is not, this is not the creative me I'm putting out into the world. This mm-hmm. is like the other side of me. Right. It's like I'm gonna lighten up. It's like, and it's that deadline, you know? Like yeah. I don't have the time to obsess about like these mayor videos because we have to put them out so quick, and I'm not paying Kyle to edit. So it's like, if I ask him for all the edits that I really want, like. I'd have to pay him, you know, so like I and and that's that is something that I ultimately can do is get out of my way and just drop it, you know, I mean, I put that terrible song that we just heard out somewhere. It's mm-hmm. in my computer. <laughs> like, you know, I it does get to that point where you just have to let go, you know, and mm-hmm. what's that quote? Uh, Joshua always says it in my classes. Uh Art is never finished, it's only abandoned. Mm. You know, Da Vinci, I think, said that. Um, well, what about, take a video like that, like mm-hmm. something from Mayor where you don't take yourself too serious, and then that video for Thunder, Oh yeah. which you clearly worked hard on. Yeah, I didn't make that, though. But it was st- it still yeah, came yeah, out yeah, at yeah. a very high level. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. How, do you, how do you feel about those two releases? Like, what, what does one, how does it sit with you, and how does, it, how does the other sit with you? Yeah, the thunder, the thunder video. I had to like send back and change because it wasn't like quite what I wanted. Because Man Mantis is like this dope illustrator, but he like started trying all these new like effects, so there was no illustration in it. Hmm. And I was like, no, but not. and then he like went back and I gave him money to like do more, and then then now it's great, you know. So that took like. <laughs> 
a year, mm. you know, of a little bit of back and forth. And me just being patient because, like, what he does is, like, serious time and labor. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. and I did not pay him what he deserves, you know. Um, whereas the mayor videos, that's, like, a public service announcement. And that's, like, fun, creative, quick it is like the spirit of DIY, like we're shooting it on an iPhone or I'm I'm recording it at home on a mic like this and I'll do like the script, I'll write the script and then record on top of the script, kind of like drunk history. So the script is like the placeholder and then once we get out, we can just boom, boom, you know, and Greg and Rosie have got really good at, like, panning, like, in and out, um, it helps that my girlfriend's in a chair, so she's, like, at my level, and it's, like, a even, you know, like, how the nice cameras have those rollers, well, wheelchairs, like, can do that, and actually, my videographer, dude, who does most of our videos, like, dance off and gimp and Mary had a little band. No, he didn't do that. But he's, like, eventually working on a documentary. But he now uses wheelchairs to film me. And he's not in a wheelchair because they're, like, the perfect height. And people can, like, pull you back and forth and get those good shots. So, uh, yeah, the mayor stuff is really different because I'm not as obsessed about it, you know. Like, it's like a public—it's like— a statement, a quick statement, whereas music videos, and this is where it becomes debilitating, is like music lives forever. Mm. You know, when you put that shit in the world, it's like, you know, <laughs> it will haunt you like today. It just comes back out of like 2002, you know? So like, mm. it's a lot of pressure and weight and and it doesn't have to be, but it is because we're artists and we're fucked up, <laughs> and that's how we do art and like continue to make better art, you know. Whereas the mayor stuff is just like, no, we gotta like make some goofy video about being mayor. Each episode of My Youth on Record features hosts who are just a few years out of school. I'm Sean Don. And I sat down with my friends, Mona Licious and DJ Stevie, in a segment where we got the inside scoop about Kaylin's creative process. As someone who's been a voice for the queer community in recent years, I'm wondering um, if sexual identity played a role in your music as a teen. Hmm. Good question. I don't think so much that um, I I wasn't identifying as a queer yet um, in high school, and um, I wasn't dating, and I kind of came at it from, like, the other side of, like, the masculine, like, you don't have to talk about sex to sell even though many women rappers were talking about sex um, and selling records. And so part of me was like almost stigmatizing that and was like, that's not going to be me. I'm going to talk about real things and not just sex because I'm a woman. And then the more that I got like involved and active and like identifying with myself, I realized that like disabled people are actually desexualized a lot of the time. 
And so then it felt like cool and empowering for me to talk about sex. And I mean, I've always been like open about my relationships and stuff. Um, But I didn't come out until I had my first girlfriend, which is when I was 19. Um, So, yeah, uh, I don't think it was a big part of my music until more recently. And actually, this album that I'm writing is probably the most like, maybe not sexual, but like romantic fuckery that I've ever like had to put on paper. And it makes me feel like really really vulnerable and it's really hard for me to like talk about these things you know and and the hip-hop masculine culture is like (laughs) it's it's like whack to be emo you know like you can't really show your emotions as much um unless it's like sex or power or you know competition of like that spirit of being the best and so like I'm kind of I'm unlearning a lot of my my patriarchal uh upbringings in in rap awesome thank you you're welcome nice so on the topic of hip-hop and Denver and the whole scene of Denver what do you see now that you've become like ingratiated and you would say that you're like a part of Denver's hip-hop scene what do you see as being the future for that uh, the future well I see a lot of like feature rappers coming into youth on record every week um, on open lab and stuff and that's that's really exciting because I think that once you get past a certain age it's really easy to let go and like just you know you only hang out with people that can drink and be go to 21 and up shows and um youth on record has given me like the opportunity to like stay connected with that future um i don't know what it looks like particularly but i know like in my circle what i'm working on is like trying to fill that that whole that Sean and I were talking about of like feeling like competitive and feeling like unsupported and feeling like we're on this island, this landlocked island. Um, and and just like, you know, my, my friends have been calling me half management lately because like I'll see a band that I love or respect and I'm like, yo, where are your shirts? You know, or like, where's your where's your tape where's your album you know like and they're like oh you know i'm waiting on this and i'm like no like let's just do it you know and so like i'm trying to like cultivate and like uh support more people myself and i think that's in the spirit of like being supported you know and like i've i've got to a really cool place that i'm proud of and have been able to like tour the world and tour the country and and I booked all those tours and so now even though that was like the most stressful and stupid thing I've ever done and I wanted to like kill everybody like now I can like use that work to like share with other people so they don't have to feel like that you know um so I hope I hope that you know Denver takes it on itself to fill in these gaps that we don't have with the industry, you know, like 
we need we need better booking we need booking agents you know right. like we need we need label support whether yeah. it doesn't have to be a label but we need right. we need support Some and like yeah. yeah and and so like i i'm not waiting on like uh what was i waiting for rockefeller records anymore yeah, yeah. you know what i mean like we're just <laughs> yeah, gonna yeah. do it ourselves and, sure. and i think we have been and i think you know bands like Devochka and 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 the Flowbots and the fray and you know like they did it themselves too you yeah. know um up and t- up to where they got and and they've been really cool about staying home and right and sharing their things so like i hope i hope we're all sharing together and just like taking it upon us, ourselves to like move <laughs> move move the sound you know and like yeah. i think that's what's exciting about denver is that we're not we're not riding that train and we're not trying to sound like anybody you know yeah, and sure. i hope we continue to do that because that's what's going to make us unique yeah i hope the same yeah thank you you're welcome Thank you, thank you. Uh, and I just want to just go over, like, what do you love about hip-hop? What is hip-hop to you? Um, and I ask that because recently, like, I started to learn about, you know, the acronyms and the the culture. So some people see rap as hip-hop, and, you know, there's a whole nother culture that accepts hip-hop as something that's way more than just rapping so Mm. uh what do you love about hip-hop and what what do you feel hip-hop is um i do think that you know hip-hop is is more than just rap um and it's always been this like really defiant uh, genre that has taken the little resources and like the oppression that we deal with a lot and like put it into something and and I think that's to me what really I like attracted me and it's also like rooted in rhythm mm-hmm. and like rhythm is always rhythm is like the the first you know like before there was anything there was rhythm and like rhythm all came from the same place and and so you know as a kid as a five-year-old you know it wasn't the culture like it took me a long time to realize like what it represented outside of just the music um it was probably the rhythm that that drew me in um and that still draws me like today um, but but hip hop is is culture, you know, and that's why it's changed so much, and that's why it's still changing, you know. It's it's a reflection of our time, and it's it's a it's a genre that's not for everybody, mm. and that's that's like the part of it that you know, like it found me. Yeah, or I feel like you know, like I wasn't really gonna be accepted into any other culture and I didn't really want to be a part of any other culture besides that hip-hop culture so it's it's been it's been my everything it still is my everything you know it's kind of weird 
like that you could love something so much for so long um and it's not it's not super describable it's just like a feeling mm. and and that feeling is captured by a lot of different people you know from love to to vulnerability to oppression to politics to you know real things um yeah it's just it's me <laughs> there's no such thing as being too young to learn about the creative industry this week our special guest host seven-year-old gideon wanted a chance to hop on the mic and ask kaylin a few questions let's hear what he had to say Okay, saving the best for last. Best for last. That's you, Gideon. Okay. Gideon, will you say your name and how old are you? Okay. You gotta get At the beginning pin. or? Just right now. My name is Gideon and I am seven. And I wanted to ask you these questions. Okay. How does it feel to be a professional musician? How does it feel? Do you think I'm very professional? I don't know. Did I seem professional today? Yeah. Wow, cool. Sometimes I don't feel like I'm very professional, but if I put on like a certain jacket, I feel like more professional, you know? But it's pretty cool that I'm able to like have a job by doing the things that I never thought were actually that professional. What is your favorite place to play shows? My favorite place to play shows? Probably Mexico, because Mexico has been really cool for wheelchair sports camp, my band. They like, really seem to like us. Okay. And they make us feel, they make me feel really good about myself, you know? Yeah. Gideon, say thanks for being here today. Thanks for being here today. Hey, thank you for asking me these questions. You're welcome. Hey, do you have any questions for Gideon? <laughs> um, how many Legos do you think you have right now? Here or up? Just at home, like th- that you own. Um, I don't know, over 200. Wow. Well, you, I think probably over like 2,000. There's probably like 200 right there on that table. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Is it hard to hear yourself in a microphone with headphones on? No. Do you like it? Yeah. Cool. How do you think you sound? Good. Yeah. Cool. All set. You did good. No more questions? No. Are you sure? Yeah. I think you did a good job, man. Yeah, me too. Great job, everyone. Thank you. What a fun day. My Youth on Record is proudly brought to you by Youth on Record, a Colorado nonprofit organization where local teens are empowered to find their voice and value by working with local musicians as their educators. Teens in Youth on Record's programs are working to be both the next generation of creatives as well as community leaders. They do this through music, poetry, and storytelling. My Youth on Record is one of their newest programs. Learn more at www.youthonrecord.org.